Welcome. You're now locked into another episode Let's go. of the Bear and Tails podcast, bringing you your weekly injection of gaming, Let's go. content creation, and overall nonsense. What just fucking happened, bro? Coming straight from their live streams on Twitch to your headphones at home. Big time energy. Let's go. Let's begin. Hey. Uh. 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 Yeah. Uh, Check it. I want to like, I want to like rap right there. Waka, 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 waka. That's it. That's the drop. That's it. Listen, if you if you write out lyrics and get the full on rap, we'll let you just spit hot bars. Hell yeah! I just can't. I can rap other people's raps, but I can't make up my own rap. <laughs> I just I can't. I try. I'm like I try to like rap like good with like. Hood. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how bad I am. Good. I can't even think of anything that rhymes with good. We'll, we're, let you, we're, we'll, we'll let you sit down. You'll be like Eminem and 8 Mile, like on the bus, just like getting yeah, ready, right. you know, just writing down your notes, getting the rhymes spaghetti. together. <laughs> spaghetti. I got to uh, rhyme spaghetti. <laughs> Calm and ready. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. But it keeps on forgetting. That. Who knew what forgetting and spaghetti rhymes? What? Okay. What's going Anyways, on? Hi, guys. Episode three, Woo! guys. This is what you get. When you listen to the Bear and Tails podcast, you guys, thank you so much for all the love and support. Absolutely. Uno, dos, trace. On to episode three, you guys. It's been absolutely incredible. The amount of DMs, positive messages, everything that's been coming through uh, in both of our, our channels and our streams has been incredible. So yeah. freaking awesome to hear that you guys actually enjoy this because... Listen, this is our little brainchild, right? This is a little bit of yeah. our goofy selves. <laughs> Wait, we had a child together? What? What are you not telling me? At least with our mental capacity, and I'm not paying I'm child support. Mental... I'm thinking of our brains, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys enjoy it, and that's the moral of the story, guys. So from the bottom of our hearts, we definitely want to say thank you. Uh, thank you. you. You guys have done an unbelievable job continuing to support, whether that's uh, following us or subscribing on the various platforms. Leaving reviews has been a huge segment. So moving forward, what we want to do is bring you guys some positive reviews that you guys are leaving uh, out on things like YouTube, out on things like Apple Podcasts. uh, And we got a review hot off the press for you here today. Yeah, this was great, guys. And we love to hear, again, this is what keeps us thriving. So hearing your responses and hearing what you guys like, you know, and what you guys would love to hear is really what we want because we want to continue to bring you guys good content so you guys keep tuning in and coming back. Uh, One of the reviews that we did got, first podcast down and already love it. The energy they give off is infectious. I love that word. I love it. Just rolled off your tongue. In fact, I'm gonna take a bubble bath. All right, I'm not sure how long they've known each other, but clear chemistry as well. Love the show. Five stars, motherfucker. They didn't say motherfucker. I just put that in there. Five stars. <laughs> you guys are so awesome. Seriously, Thank and you. and we do want to hear a lot of your guys' feedback. So if you have suggestions of things that you would like to hear as far as segment ideas or things that you would like us to discuss or talk about, feel free to message us uh, out on Twitter, out on Instagram, or leaving us DMs or comments inside of YouTube. Uh, all of those are great ways to reach us, and and we we listen and view absolutely everything you guys yes, say. Please. We love the support, love the hype, Yes, and we're going to keep going as long as this train is running, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> you saw that coming, didn't you? you I did, and I was ready for it. Like, 
My brain was like, my gears were turning and you could see I was about to choo-choo the fuck out of it. As we get bigger, <laughs> we're going to get props and I'm going to get you one of those like little train whistles that like six years. I want a train horn, the one that like Michael Scott has from The Office when he's playing with the, the little girls yeah. playing with it and he's like, choo-choo. I'm like, what's so cute? That's what we're um, going to get. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, how was your week? How did things go? Uh, let us know anything. Yeah. Anything you got? Week's been good. Uh, we yeah. so as I've gone full time in content creation, one of the big things that I've really strove or strive, strove, striven. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, to try to say what I've Listen, tried don't to ask do. Me. I am not. I am not good with words. You're not asking the right person. You're not. I'm. I can't do words. I, I listen. All right. Good I, luck. I Google done it. English. Hey, you know good. Who I ask? hey, hey, Siri. That's what I do. <laughs> We, uh, but like my big thing has been trying to find chemistry and group of people that, that we really just mesh well with. And so, yeah. uh, specifically like with my evening crew, I have my like, oh geez, people I've been playing with forever that, that we vibe really well and, and can make great content and have fun playing the game. Uh, but then during the midday, you know, all my friends have jobs. They're, 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 they're working adults out in the world. And so they're adulting. I needed adulting. to, I know big, big time people, big, important people, lawyers and stuff. I but want the, friends like that. <laughs> I'd like a lawyer friend, please. Thank you. Just one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we really, I really tried to find other content creators that make content during the day. And so I've been meshing and mixing and, and trying to find vibes that make sense. And so I was super stoked because on Thursday, we we really found a group that that just vibes felt good. It was like the first time I've actually had fun. Like, I have fun playing Warzone, but I mean, like, legitimately, like, laughing and having fun and getting back to that kind of, like, kiddish mentality. Because Warzone's just become so... So tough lately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that when you and that happened to me, too. And a couple of weeks ago, I like found a really good group that I vibed with. Not only were we able to laugh and have a good time, but we were actually playing really well together and we got wins because you always want to bring the wins when you're playing. And if you're not bringing the wins, you got to make it good. You got to play off of each other, the banters, everything. And uh, it's all. Yeah, it's all about vibes. And you have to, you know, just finding that. So I'm happy you found that because I know that feeling. I know that feeling very, very well um, because we talked about this before. Sometimes you're not going to vibe with people and sometimes you are. And it's nothing against them at all whatsoever. It's just, it's just, you know, we all, we are the way we are. You're weird. I'm weird. We need weird people. If you're not weird, you're going to be out of place, man. That's just facts. There's also (laughs) this, this, this kind of um, mentality of just, like playing with people that that understand the game mechanics so well that you don't that like you don't even have to think about that. Like yeah. me, me and my OGs, we're not the best at Warzone, right? But we know yeah. each other's play style because we've been playing with each other for a decade. That we can just go out and have fun and joke around and have goofy conversations as we play. Yes. yes. So when you find something that's organic like that, and, and specifically with this this new kind of group that that we were playing with on Thursday, where you just don't have to worry about gameplay. And instead, you can just have goofy conversations or laugh about situations or, you know, just enjoy it and still, to your point, have success. I mean, that's awesome. It, it's what I think every content creator strives for. Uh, I think that's the reason so many people try to do collaborations is they're trying to find those people. Uh, but so often, I mean, as we've talked about, it just it has to come naturally. And so when you it find does. it, though, it's awesome. It really does. But it's also and I want to make this very clear, too. And I in regards to that. It's also building friendships, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, yes, you, like you have to look at it from a perspective as the content creator. 
you have to have good vibes. You have to have high energy. You know, sometimes if you play with someone that doesn't have that, it's no offense to them. It's really don't take it personally, but it's just, it has to vibe well with stream. And that's just, that's the nature of the beast, man. And that, and that's just, as content creators, that's our responsibility. But at the same time too, is it's not, it's not all about necessarily content too. It's about building friendships from that. Um, so, you know, um, and those friendships being really strong and, and people that you hope that you can trust and, and continue to play with. Um, so it's, you know, it's content. It's a, it's a happy blend of content and friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, shit happens and sometimes that doesn't even work out. So, I mean, overall, you, you know, always trying to find good vibes, good people to play with is so important. And then when you have that, you hold on to that. And, and, um, and everything's good. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I was listening to a podcast last week, actually, that uh, was done by a, another content creator, but during which they were talking about the same type of thing, collaborations, and and the the guest on it was talking about if you if you get into those situations trying to make content, like, hey, yeah. we're going into this trying to make content, it's really tough to succeed because there's so yep. much pressure. You have yeah. to have that natural foundation of that friendship, of those vibes, and from that content will come naturally. It yeah. will just spur and it'll be organic, Absolutely. which is what you're looking for. Yep, exactly. I agree a hundred percent. What is going on with you? You played a new game. I saw. I know it was a sponsored stream. It was so much fun. I played risk of rain too. Ooh, tell me about it. This is, this is not sponsored. No. I'm just talking about it. <laughs> this is not sponsored. Um, no, it was really fun. I love when I get approached by, you know, devs and, and people and that want, me to play a game and see how I like it and stuff and 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 you know um and and it's sponsored I I, I it, it's it's so surreal to me to get to the point where people are like yes like we want you to play this game for us and have them approach you and, and, and so it's really exciting but needless to say no it was a really and it was a really fun game and I always say this to all to my to my people all the time is that I will never it's not all about the money for me. I will. I won't play a game that I don't think I would have fun playing. Mm -hmm. I. I will not. I, even if someone came to me and was like, you know, and like offered me this amount, I will. I won't do it because I. I always want to put the content first for, and my community first, and I'm not going to play a game that I don't. I don't think I would enjoy. So I played this game. And it was a lot of fun. I'm not awesome. gonna and you know how I knew it was a lot of fun? Because I got so fucking pissed because I kept <laughs> dying. And that's how I know I like a game because I get angry because that means I'm enjoying it. I want to win. That's how I know. That's what resonates with me when I play a new game. Um, and it's just nice. I'm going to be honest. As a content creator, it is just nice to be able to switch it up and play new stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know you know this. Um, Variety streaming. This is this we can like dive right into this because this is this is a popular topic. Um, being able to play what you want in your stream um, is not only is it fulfilling for the content creator, but it also just. <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say? You yeah, go I there. do. I, no, I definitely know. Well, you, you, you and I had this conversation when I went full time, right? About how, how do, how do I piece this together? How do I continue to build? What is, what should this look like? And you said something to me at the time that I thought was just so 
I'm gonna use the word deep. <laughs> so philosophical. I'm deep, guys, I'm really deep. <laughs> oh, wait, that's what she said. The dollar, the dollar. Oh no! Well, that's what you said. <laughs> I went there. But uh, oh, the Dalai Lama, Sweet Tales herself, uh, said that variety streaming is a privilege, not a right. And and I completely agree with you from the standpoint of. It is so valuable to have that ability to switch up games and keep your sanity in that focus. Um, but specifically when you're a smaller content creator looking to grow, building that community, having that stability, that that ground front is huge. And it doesn't mean you can't be successful as a variety streamer when you're smaller. It just means it's going to be tougher to get those consistent viewers. Because when you have yeah. 100 people viewing you and I switch over and I play a different game, that number can drop to, let's say, 60, and 60 is still a lot of viewers in that time. But if I have five people viewing me and I switch games and it drops down to one or two, not only did that wipe out a big portion of my viewership, but also there's that psyche element that you're like, oh my gosh, like what happened to all my viewers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, variety streaming is definitely a privilege. It's something that you have to earn to be able to do that. Um, I mean, if if you're on Twitch to grow, right? Some people just do Twitch because they just want it for fun. Which is totally think, fine. You know, which is totally, yeah, which is totally fine. But if you really want to grow um, mm -hmm. when you start off, you know, a little bit of variety, but sticking to one game is what what really helps a lot of people, right? But when you get to the point where you can play anything you want and your viewership stays the same, that is such That's an achievement goal. and it's such an amazing feeling. I'm not saying my viewership stayed the same last night, by the way. It definitely dropped off. People, it's not that type of game. They don't want to watch it. It definitely dropped off. And by the end of the stream, it was, you know, it was lower than before, you know? And, and I'm okay with that though, because I still enjoyed it and I still had fun and I still, you know, I still was very happy that my main community still stuck around and watched. And that is, is such an amazing feeling, but yes, variety streaming is a privilege. And I'll say this over and over again, um, to be able to get to the point where you can play whatever you want and your community stay with you is something you need to earn and something you really need to build to get to that point. It does not just come right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started streaming, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Played it all the time. And I was, and it's frustrating. I feel, I feel bad. Not like, oh, I pity them. I just, I feel bad because I was there once as a content creator trying to grow, playing the same exact game over and over and every day. And some people enjoy it. That's fine. And that's their career. That's literally what they do. But God, as a gamer, as a video game lover like myself, that I, I would just want to stream everything. I want to play whatever I want. And that is really what I have tried to really encompass. Oh, big word there. Wow. Encompass <laughs> with my community and what I really wanted to move forward doing. You know, so I had to play a variety. I play Warzone. I play Among Us. And then usually Thursdays we play a different game. And I'm looking for a new game right now to play. Um, it's really important to focus on that at some point. But I'm just... Again, I'm, I'm just very blessed to be able to do that and still people come and watch, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I, I mean, you, you don't want to get caught in that cycle where it's just one game over and over. You want to build that community and earn that right to be able to bounce and keep your viewership high. But exactly. listen, if you're also in this pitfall where – and I'll take Warzone for an example just because I know so many people are banging their head against the wall being like, is, is this game still fun for me? Um, if you're not having fun, like making a change is not the end of the world. You might need to make a, a new community and branch out and build that in that new game space, but there will be those people that are there for you. 
and they're and there it, because you won't get discouraged by the numbers no. too because your numbers are definitely going to drop off when you switch you know i've seen people that play you know um say they play warzone they switch to valorant yeah your numbers are going to drop off but listen like but i'm not saying take take those risks in the beginning though see what i'm saying yep. i'm saying take not take those it's to be a calcul- able to do that, yes. It's a calculated risk, right? And it's a exactly, it's a business exactly. decision that you want to make. And again, if you're in it just to have fun and you're you're not really competitive and you're not necessarily focused on the metrics and growing and hitting that next kind of threshold, then do you know play what you want to play, make yourself happy. Um, yeah. But if you are in that growth mode and you are trying to be competitive and and grow on Twitch or or whatever streaming platform you're on, building that consistency and that community based around yes. that can be huge. But yes. again, make sure make sure it's a game that you're having fun. Don't put yourself in a position where you're just grinding out a game because you feel like this is what I need to do. Find something you enjoy. And I yep. know people who, let's say, were playing Warzone and actually did like a complete 180 or found their niche a little bit later on where, uh, you know, uh, they, they started playing maybe something wildly different. And I'm just going to pick out of the hat like Animal Crossing. Right. And they just had a ton of fun. And that yeah. became their new game. That's totally fine to do. All the big content creators, whether you're thinking about like I'll take Tim the Tapman, for example, just because he has that video that's viral about him basically saying, hey, when I went, you know, from X game to this game, everyone said I was done and, and you all were going to leave me. And, and that game made me. That's the only game I'll ever be able to play. And then I started, you know, like Fortnite to war. Fortnite. Zone. Yeah. yeah, because they all they all started on Fortnite. That's how they all got, or, you know, that's how they Gears of War over to Fortnite originally. Yeah. Like, yo, Gears of War made you like that's the game that you played that that's where your community is. But you reinvent yourself and the true ones will stick by you. They're, they're there for you. They're not necessarily there for the gaming. And and as you continue to branch out, if if at the end of the day you're having fun, that's what's going to shine through the most. And that's the absolute Absolutely. best thing you could do when it comes to variety streaming. A hundred percent. Exactly. Let's get into the news. I want to know everything. I want to know everything. What's the news? Now, it's time for news and noteworth. Woo! News from around the industry. We're saying news, not nudes, in case if you guys were mistaken by what was coming out of Don't send nudes. nudes. A few of you have gotten a little aggressive. (laughs) The DMs are filling up. Please stop. No nudes, please. I don't want any of that. No, Here, thank you. Here's the big thing, or at least the one I want to start with. Go. Zombie Watch 2021 is in full effect. Call of Duty Warzone, the zombies are on the move. <laughs> they continue with the worst storyline in all of history with gaming as the zombies have completely <laughs> migrated yet again. <laughs> I saw that. They it's have migrated. So Ooh, look at this fun storyline. Where are the zombies going to go next? Ooh, where here's, are they now? What is it, hospital? They're, no, they're downtown now. They're downtown. No, they're downtown. So they, they, were, they were shipwrecked. Um, you know, they were, had a long 50-year voyage. They crashed their ship, navigating it. Excellent Nautilus, Nautilus experts. Uh, yes. Needed to dry off, so they went to prison. Lots of sunshine. Uh, but then once they, you know, were dried off and they were warm, they got some vitamin D. Uh, they probably had some medical needs, needed to get some... Yeah, I know the joke you were going to make. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> you were here already. Vitamin D. That D. <laughs> But Give they, me a D. 
They got warmed up. They uh, then had to go take care of those medical needs. So they went to hospital. Makes a lot of sense. Now that they've got their health care sorted out, they're, they're cured. They went downtown to apply for a loan. They're at the bank. This is the dumbest storyline. They're taking line. a stroll. They're taking a stroll. They're looking at the sites. Listen, I'm hoping it leads up to something bigger. It's not. It's so Do you dumb. Think, you really think so? You really think that this, they would really come out with something? Oh, yeah, you're right. No, never mind. <laughs> it's so dumb. I mean, it's just it, it comes from like if it was we talked about this on episode one but if this was a full-on spread of zombies it would be a very interesting event but they're not they're literally migrating and the thing here's the thing here's here's the thing i will bet you i will bet you a hundred dollars here we go hundred dollars doll hairs or dollars that i will dollars dollar dollar bill y'all dollar dollar bill y'all i'll make it rain on ya Ah! Mm. (laughs) money yeah, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> I can't. Why does everything I say get taken way out of, like, I just say Because your mind shit. is already I there. You, I know. Because I say it, and I'm like, oh, how can we, how does this sound bad? Because it's probably going to sound bad somehow. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'll bet you $100 that something big will happen after this. It you will. can bet. I, I like I think it's leading to something. It is. I really I really can't see them doing something like this and it not leading to anything. So let's hope so. But I'll bet I'll bet you I'll bet you a hundred dollars. I'm well, serious. The the people over at Raven and Activision have already said that the new map is coming. They've already teased it. They're talking about things like it's gonna be a two hundred person map versus a one fifty. It's gonna piece together parts of the Cold War um um what's the mini fire game like the mini maps they have there's gonna be bits and pieces of that all pieced together like there's a lot of evidence out there and reports that this is the direction it's heading in brand new map but yeah um the issue is 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 how do they how did they get it's just so stupid and the thing that upsets me the most is the most leading kind of uh theory on this is that the the map is gonna get overrun with zombies and they're gonna nuke it okay makes sense they've unreleased all these nukes however they're also at the same time talking about like they released an image on uh, Facebook that was I'm sure they did it on Instagram, too. But it was like the map of Verdansk and and it was like shipwreck crossed over and it said area cleared and prison crossed over and been like, uh, 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 you know, like done and explode. Like they're, they're basically saying the zombies have been wiped out in these areas. So it's like, is there really a threat? Like I never <sighs> once felt like there was a threat, but we'll see. <sighs> I Listen. just. It's, they have such an amazing thing they can do here, and they better not fuck it up. Like, think about it. They have incorporated zombies into, like, I mean, zombies is huge, right? But, mm-hmm. like, it's such a huge part of their franchise, right? So they have such a huge opportunity to do something insanely sick. And l- let's pray to the almighty my- gods above, baby Jesus. Please. <laughs> Please let them take this as a sign that they need to do something so sick. And the thing that's crazy to me is that they the Easter eggs that they put into their games, I think, are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Easter egg with the big teddy bear that came out of the center and the one with the bears shooting each other. But like, I think it's sick. Like, they've come up with some really cool stuff over the years. And I really hope that they incorporate that into something. this. So I, I definitely think it's going to be good. Um, I... I I don't see them not when it gets to it. I think they're just trying to lead up to it and they're just 
being like, you know, but whatever. We'll see. Uh, Also in Call of Duty news, they officially announced that the newest one that Sledgehammer Games is working on is going to be returning to World War II, Uh, meaning that we are going to go back to a World War II type Call of Duty. What are your thoughts? I loved I loved uh, World War II. Also loved it. And I I, I think people shit on it for no fucking reason. No reason. no reason. Everyone's like, it was horrible. I loved the multiplayer maps. I I first started streaming on the World uh, World War II when that came out, when mm-hmm. I first started streaming like three years ago, all those multiplayer, multiplayer maps, like Team Deathmatch. And mm-hmm. I had so much fun and I was nasty and it was amazing, like the trenches and all that good stuff. Those are so much fun. And the actual campaign was sickening. And I'm just, anytime Call of Duty comes out with a new game, they're just, they're just, their campaigns, I feel like are like so underrated. Like people they really are. need to see, like, they are so good guys. Like they could make like, it's, it's its own game, just their campaign itself. So imagine coming out with a BR and its own campaign, but I loved World War Two was one of my favorites. The campaign was insane. I love when they bring the famous people in and they do cameos and mm-hmm. it was so cool and I loved it. Um, so I'm super excited for I, I'm excited for that. Do you do you know when it's coming out? Uh, I mean, it'll probably be around the same time. Like We're looking probably November later this year type thing. Yeah. And I agree with you. I, I don't get there's a huge wave of people on social media. Obviously, a, lo- a lot of these are younger generation, but saying that they would rather stay in futuristic like modern times are futuristic and i was like yo advanced warfare and infinite warfare are like two of the worst titles outside of cold war that yeah. call of duty's ever produced like you put these stupid jet packs on and you're wall running and flying around the map wait i liked the jet oh it was the worst i love the jet pack pew, pew. It's so dumb. I love shooting people in the air. No, I I get that because I think Call of Duty needs to stay true to its name, and I I I think it's cool that they played around with the futuristic aspect of it. I wasn't mad about it. I think the campaigns were decent or whatever they had, but um, I I fell in love with Call of Duty with World at War. Mm-hmm. That one hits home for me. That one was with that's the first one. The zombies came out, and it was just so authentic, and it was just so like takes us back in time and history, and lets us live those war like. That's what World War Two. World mm-hmm. War Two. The intro to World War Two was what was it? You were coming up on the bay. What was that big fight that happened? That was um, D Day. D Day. Yes. Yeah. And I was crying when I was playing that because you feel like you were actually there. Like this is what I feel like Call of Duty is all about, mm-hmm. and I want them to stick to that. I am okay with the zombie aspect of it. I know that's a little bit out there. They have to, you know, how many wars can they recreate? How much can they really get into that? But the actual fighting and stuff, I think that's really cool in regards to like the modern, like I'm open to it. I think there could be some, they just have to execute it the right way. I liked the jet bags. (laughs) I'll be curious to see how it integrates into Warzone or if they even if they don't touch it right there could be a likelihood that they release it just as a standalone game with its own multiplayer and they just say hey yeah it it doesn't integrate into Warzone Um, obviously I think that would add complexity maybe a couple of the guns transfer over some of the old school you know yeah Tommy gun or shotgun type things but we'll see speaking of zombies though Left for Dead, uh, one of the highly, highly mm. toted uh, previous uh, kind of zombie games, absolutely defined uh, that entire genre in the gaming community. Uh, sequel Back for Blood was released, uh, or sorry, announced uh, earlier last. I know last <laughs> year, um, but they did announce uh, this last week that it will be delayed, uh, pushing back. But the beta is still going to come out this summer. Did you have a chance to play Left for Dead at all? No. How many games are there? 
Uh, there's two of them. So there was two of them. Yeah, and it, it, oh, it's wait, a hold on four people. You you pick you drop into a game yeah. of four. It's oh, a, I, I remember hearing about it. Yes, and it was popular. It's a very popular, popular game. I remember hearing about that. Um, yes, I never played it. But I definitely remember hearing about it was like they had the different characters, like one with a yep. baseball bat. One with yep. Yes, 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 yes. That was really big when I want to say when I first started streaming, I think that was like almost three years ago. That would have been Two about the ago? time. Yeah, that would have been right? about the time. OK, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, so they're coming out with another one. It's delayed, of course. But duh. it's just it's, it's a really fun kind of um, use the word campy type of game, right, where you're going in and it's just it's it's enough. It's enough difficult gameplay to make it entertaining and competitive, but it's enough nonsense to make it funny, right? As far as how you're killing zombies and how you're being creative. If I think about three games that I think defined, and I'm not including Call of Duty zombies, but three games that are are strictly just zombie games that have redefined the genre in gaming, you obviously have Resident Evil, the GOAT, the the OG, the 101. Okay, easy. Biohazard was my favorite. Yeah. Biohazard was so good. And I'm excited for the new one to come out. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Um, yeah. Then you had, uh, um, obviously, the Left for Dead series, everything there, and then you had Dead Rising. And Dead Rising was the one where you were in the mall, and you got to, like, pick up all of, like, the random mall things, and you literally could use anything to kill zombies. Never played that. Holy I never played. buckets. I see, so, I, like, I never played the, what did you say? So Left for Dead and Dead Rising were the, the gotcha, two I Yeah, mentioned. I never played Dead Rising. Um I think I tried playing Dying Light a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the zombie one? Never really, never finished it. That's was, more competitive, <laughs> right? And that's more yeah, serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dead Rising was very, again, like you literally could kill zombies with anything. So you walk into the like athletic clothing store <laughs> and you pick up a chainsaw, or you break into like the build a bear and you're, you're like throwing bears at zombies. Like it was just, it was very entertaining. And the setting obviously made for a lot of comedy. It did get exponentially harder as each day and as you complete more of the campaign and the side missions. It was just, it was, it was very cool. It was very fun. Yeah, at the end that's of the awesome. I, I love that. I think zombies is, is very popular. I mean, we can thank Walking Dead for that. That was definitely, mm. I really feel like, played a huge part in the zombie community. And and I mean, remember they used to do zombie runs where you would go, I did one of those. I didn't actually do it. I watched, but um, <laughs> I, I said, no, thank you. I'm not, I was not like, I can't do all those obstacle courses and everything. I was like, no, thank you. But um, I've definitely seen it. And I mean, it's just was definitely like a huge community based like zombies. So it became a culture I, thing. And it's very popular. And if you're making video games about zombies, of course, like people are like, a, people like those types of movies. They like, mm-hmm. like the apocalypse. They love, I love those type of movies. Like when the earth is going to end kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I know, I know it's weird, but like, I really do like end of the world or like, or how life would look like if the world was to end or if the zombie, that's why walking dead was so appealing. I love that type of stuff. And I feel like obviously there's a ton of people out there that are kind of like, you know, gravitate to those types of things. Cause it's cool to see how we would live if something was to happen like that. So it's cool that they make a video game. Um, do you know if it's coming out in VR? Um, I don't know. My guess is, is eventually, I mean, so many, yeah. uh, so many games are starting to go that way, or at least have an element of VR uh, available. <laughs> Zombies in VR. It'd be terrifying. I would cry. Actually, no, you would cry first because you, I don't want you, it. Yeah. You're a bigger baby than me. No, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a big tough man. I'm a I eat I eat beef and drink beer. That's me. And no, you drink bloody marys. Let's get that correct. Out of a straw in the morning. They're delicious. <laughs> Speaking of things that are cultural and extremely popular, 
Uh, DC Comics, the Zack Snyder cut officially released on HBO Max. I had a chance to watch it four hours long, but I'm going to tell you this. It was the, the DC movie that fans deserved. Critics thought it was, you know, okay. They said it was better than the, the one that was released. Um, but wait, definitely. hold on a second. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Hold do, on a second. Do you want, you want the backstory on this? Please, because there is a Justice League movie that came yep. out. I'm so very let's confused. Talk, let's so talk about it. That was the one with Ben Affleck. Yep, exactly. So uh, DC, um, owned by Warner Brothers, originally was going to release uh, uh, the original Justice League written and directed by Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's the same guy who did movies like The Watchmen. He did the 300 series, or the first oh, one, not the second one. So correct. very, very graphic uh, type of uh, director, yes. right? Very visual. Yeah. yeah. Uh Halfway through shooting, his daughter died, his daughter Autumn. <gasps> so he had to step away. And they brought in Josh Whedon, who did some of the original Avengers movies. Okay. Now, Joss has been very, very, uh, 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 I'm going to use the word again, toted, but you know, he produces very good movies. But in yeah. this instance, he was kind of inheriting somebody else's project. Yeah. And it was very obvious that Warner Brothers had their thumb on the project the whole time as far as what they wanted it to be. And so, yeah, so that when, was with so that was with Batman. Um, mm-hmm. That was the with Flash, Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman and Flash. Aquaman and Cyborg. Yeah, but, okay, 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 okay. And so they pumped out this movie, and it felt rushed. It felt uh, very, very uh, just. It felt like a lot of segments that weren't well put together. Like the thing that made Avengers so good is they they took their time with all the backstories. Right, they did all yeah. the backstories on these characters before they brought them together. Yeah, and in this case. They felt, you know, they didn't have they had Wonder Woman and Batman and they're introducing other characters live during the Assemble movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt very kind of like pieces were missing and it it did very well. I think it made like eight hundred million dollars worldwide, but it was very much reviewed as the end of DC. I remember that because you're competing with the Avengers and, and you're, you're not competing winning with those and you're no way. So, not so even close. what's this new movie? What's this? So, that came so out? fans then that was five years ago. That movie came out now. It fans out five years ago. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we thinking the one with Aquaman and Ben mm-hmm. Affleck? And I forgot what they were fighting. I don't remember flash. What? That was it five years? five years? Ago? Let me, let me, let me no check this. Way. I'm double checking. Double check, please. Because um, I don't know about that one. Okay, let me let me double check the original. Maybe I'm wrong. As I'm saying this out loud, yeah, 2017, four years ago. Four, okay. But still, what? It's that's still, crazy. still a long time. Yeah. So, so fans, fans though have been demanding that they wanted Zack Snyder to release his version of the movie because he was very open that they changed a ton of stuff. Joss, yeah. Joss came in and, and rewrote a bunch of scenes, refilmed a bunch of scenes. Apparently, they had to, to reshoot. They did their initial um, kind of finished project and, and gave it to a sample audience. And, and the sample audience said it wasn't funny enough. So he had to go back and like force comedy lines. So it, it just was an unfinished project. Yeah. So Zach has been over the last year. They, they fully funded it. Warner Brothers gave the thumb up to let him go back and and reclip it, recut it, use a bunch of scenes that they took out. Uh, he actually got the actors back together to film a couple of new scenes that are part of it and tell the story that he wanted to tell. So and, all of them came back. Ben Affleck, yep. Wonder Woman. And it's the same movie. It's the sa- it's literally the same plot line. It's the same philosophy. There's some small changes as far as backstories. Yeah. But it is it's four hours long. Was it good? It is it is what DC fans deserved. 
Oh, is, I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. It yes, is yes, very, yes. it is very yes. good. It doesn't okay. feel like four hours. It feels, okay. you know, it feels like a long movie, obviously, Woo! but it does such a good job introducing these characters and actually spending the time to, to really say what's going on. It, it, it retold certain elements that made no sense in, in the original theatrical release. Yeah. So critics have been kind of on the wall about it. They haven't been, you know, super favorable about it, but Fans have been outraged. I mean, they're all saying no, fan, oh, good. this is That's what we all that matters. Fuck the critics. They're fucking douches yeah. anyways. Yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, and again, they're looking at it from the, it, it's a big, it's, it's a comic movie. It's a comic nerd fest and, and critics will never fully grasp that because a lot no. of them, some of them are, but a lot of them aren't that right. They're looking yeah. from the theatrical um, elements to it and That's it is cool. what it is. But yeah, I, it's out on HBO max. Uh, it is. I, I gave it two thumbs up. I absolutely loved it. And uh, almost everybody I've talked to has pretty much said the same thing. So that's good. That's huge. Uh, and actually, cool. this kind of leads into um, a couple other things that are happening in kind of the TV and news range, especially in, in regards to video games. We're seeing more and more. I, I know Justice League, not so much, but we're seeing more and more of these game adaptations um, yeah. over to that. And actually announced this week was, hey, I'm going to butcher this name and I know you're going to get it right, but Ghosts no. of Tsushima. Yeah, Tashima. There, I think that's I, it. Did I do I, it? Listen, I'm pretty sure that's it. I think so, but don't. Again, I'm not <laughs> the greatest, and I only. So I played that game for like. Okay, so I, I'm gonna give it a second chance. I played it for an hour, Ooh. and I played. Oh no, a couple hours on stream. I actually no, I think I made it. Did a couple streams. Sorry, I'm just trying to get this right. Um, and it was just the beginning, and I did the first couple missions, and I just did not gravitate towards it i usually do and I, maybe it's because i was in a streaming setting right that's I, the how wind, i feel about the it wind, the wind really messed me with me um I, it was really hard for me to figure out the fighting i don't know it was just odd to me but i do not downplay the actual story i heard it's beautiful i heard the graph the graphics were amazing mm -hmm. um so that is just my personal preference but i definitely do want to give it another shot because everyone's telling me like you have to you have to it's so good and it wouldn't have been up for it didn't get game of the year did it no but it was no it was but nominated. it was up in the running yeah it wouldn't have been up in the running if it wasn't um and and those are my types of games i love those types of games i just don't know why i think the i, I think the wind really pissed me off it was just <laughs> annoying i'm like where the fuck am i supposed to go and this wind's like go oh, follow the wind and you like see it moving <laughs> next to you and i'm just like where's my map i can't see shit what is going on i don't want to follow the fucking wind all the time whatever i don't know so I, I think but i did do it in a streaming setting and what people have to understand is when you're streaming you're not there's you know i've been a gamer my whole entire life i've i've played many games not streaming off and i'll just literally sit in my bed all day play a game like i'm still doing assassin's creed valhalla i so, streamed a little bit of it that's exactly how i feel about it right is is valhalla yeah. to me i streamed uh probably three streams on it and, and my views yeah. were actually okay but what i found myself doing and we talked a little bit about this last or, or i don't remember if it's episode one or episode two about cyberpunk but i found myself just wanting to just play in the world yeah. right and and run yeah. around and raid villages and kill people and not do storylines and it, that's not exciting gameplay to watch you know i yeah. have fun as a player um, but to me, that's kind of how I view this game in particular. I never jumped into it because of that, but I, I absolutely do want to play it off stream, um, or potentially, you know, film it as a VOD and go up on YouTube type of thing, because I do believe I heard just the same things you are. It's an unbelievable game, you know? Yeah. And I think as, as content creators, um, when we're streaming and we're playing a game, 
um it's really hard to sometimes really feel the essence and really just understand like get into it because you're like you're really you're also looking at chat and you're mm -hmm. trying to acknowledge people and you're saying thank you like you really just can't dive in and like you know when you play a video game you're quiet you're just watching and you're playing you're not saying anything so when you're streaming it you're constantly talking and you're going through stuff and well like and for me that sometimes takes me out of it i played a lot of the games on stream that i've loved and i've adored and uh but this one um Ghost of Tashima. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. um, I think you did a better job than me. It's Ghost of Tashima. <laughs> Tashima. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Ghost if the, of Tashimi. The T or the S are silent. I don't freaking know, but it's really good. And I, I do want to give it a second chance. Absolutely. Um. So I think you were saying that they are going to make a movie. They are. It got confirmed. So they um confirmed that they're they're in pre-production. So writing a script for it. And actually the director that signed onto it is, I'm going to butcher this name as well, Chad Skalski, who was, he's the director of John Wick. So, so cool. Really I love John cool. Wick. This is going to be sick. Yeah, it's going it, to be sick. It'll be really cool. Obviously, more news to come. But that does bring up a, a better conversation to have around the adaptations that are taking place, right? And yeah. we're seeing more and more of these video game adaptations into the media where, you know, there's they just announced a Resident Evil reboot where they're returning to the actual mansion in the movie. It's not this open world zombies, but kind of the original Resident Evil 1 type setting where That's it's cool. a creepy, dark house and it's almost like a survival inside of the house. Last of Us has been announced to be a TV show. And yeah, then I want to talk like, about that. I want to, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, let's dive in. I mean, the other one I was going to mention was just The Witcher on Netflix, which is also, you know, widely popular. Oh, it's so good. When's the second season coming out for that one? The they, second season for Witcher 2, or The Witcher, the second season? They just announced a full series of, of new actors and actresses that have been added to the cast line. So my guess is it's in pre-production. So my ah! guess would be next year would, would be my I guess. Oh my god. Um I want to say I saw who they um Okay. Wait, okay, never mind, never mind. I actually I thought they uh for Ellie for The Last of Us, I think they I thought they were uh did some actually no. Why didn't I'm so why didn't they use the actual actual actress who voiced Ellie in the video game? Um I don't I, I know they went in different directions with both of them. I just I'll be curious to see. I mean, what they're basically doing with it is they're apparently setting it in the first game, not the second one storyline, but it's all original content. So it's not going to be necessarily with those exact same. Yeah, it's going to be that time frame, but not the same story. But there will be Joel. There will be Ellie. Um and, and all of that. So it'll be interesting. I'll be curious I to see how it plays so, out. Because I'm going to be honest, like. That is such an amazing game. So beautiful. And if done. they fuck it up, I'm going to be pissed. Like if they come out with a series and it's not good and they just, they butcher that story and I know it's going to be all original and stuff like that, but if they really mess up, I, like, I'm not going to be like, I, oh God, I, I really hope they do this right. I really do. Do I you know who, what's it going to be released on? Do you know like no. what, um, Okay. I, I, so I, bet, don't I bet, know if it's like Amazon, Netflix, or anything. I don't bet know. the internet knows, but no, I yeah, I have I didn't dive that deep into it. I just know yeah. it's in production. But that's cool though. I think I hopefully we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about some nonsense. Yay! Where am I? How did we get here? It's time for How Did We Get Here? Woo! How did we get here? The segment where How did we get here? Oh, we ask very thought-provoking questions and hear very real answers. <laughs> I don't even want to know what, what ooh, you have. Ooh, Again, I, I, I went to the drawing board. I went. I, I don't. 
I don't hear these ahead of time, so I don't know what we're getting about to get into. But uh, let's do it. It looked like uh, a beautiful mind from the outside of my 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 house, where I'm drawing on the windows, <laughs> questions and and diagrams, and and these are some of the ones I came up with, right? Uh, because All right, let's go. Because tales, I, I think the world wants to know. I mean, just absolutely everybody. Uh, if your sheets, your bed sheets on your bed in your bedroom uh, had to be made of a certain type of deli meat, what type of meat are you choosing? <laughs> First of all, I definitely just ordered more sheets for my bed this morning while I was eating breakfast. So the fact that you've been bringing up my sheets for my bed is blowing my mind right now. All right. Yes. So here's here's my caveat. They don't ever um, they'll never rot. Right. So don't worry about that. It's not like it's going to spoil. But you do have to deal with the smell of this meat constantly. Also, oh, well, bacon. You can, Ooh, is that a deli that meat deli though? Meat? I don't think is that so. Deli meat? No, that's something different. That bacon is in a different part. I'm talking about like you there, went. To- there's no deli meat that smells good. What the fr- <laughs> like? What? All right. Um, I um, I mean, oh, I'm not baloney. I think can I got it. Yeah, I think you can eat can it. You, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I can snack on. Nom, yeah, nom, you know, nom. yeah, you're watching the show and you're just ripping off pieces <laughs> of your blanket and just yeah, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> I'm too cold. What happened to that sheet? Yeah. Oh, I ate half of them. Sorry. Um, I then I would do chicken. I like chicken. Ooh. I'm not a big. I'm not turkey. Like I'll do chicken. That's like a, a dark chicken. horse. Are you going like a specific like uh, uh, honey mes- roasted? Yeah, mes- I was gonna say like mesquite roast, buffalo. Like where are we on the chicken spectrum? Honey, honey roasted chicken. I, I like, like it. some chicken. I was thinking ham. I don't know why, but this thought of like that that traditional like Oscar Mayer ham. You know, like the square pieces that come in that like. Listen, I know it's not good, but could you imagine a bed full of that like bright pink that that thing is? <laughs> Imagine, ju- oh my God. <laughs> Imagine jumping on it. Yes. It's, it'd be like slightly like slick and everywhere. slimy. Imagine doing the, having sex in a bed full of ham. What the fuck? That's a dream. Like after you're done having sex, instead of having to get up and like go get food, you literally could just sit yeah. in your bed. I'd be like, and hey, just- hey, honey, why don't you enjoy a treat and eat, eat a little here's bit of that? Here, eat the shit. Yeah, eat a little bit of that uh, that bed sheet right there. You'll enjoy that. <laughs> oh I'll go God. get us. I'll go get us some cheese and crackers, and we'll put it all together, and it'll work great. <laughs> if your house, speaking of houses and everything going on, if your house had to have a theme song, what would it be? What song would be playing constantly inside of your house? Or like whenever it's somebody walks in. Oh, God. Well, all right. What's your song? Oh, do God. You have a song? I, I, I don't know what I would do. Hold I on, think you got to go something epic, right? And it's got to be something. I, I'm a positive person. You're a positive person. It's got to be something upbeat. For you, I think you'd go something that you could just you could sing. Right. So you want something that you could just rip off. I know you. Yeah. But so this is so. Well, the the song that like is my community and like is what I'm known for in the beginning of every stream I start with Married in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um and they're ama- it's such an amazing song. Um so that song, but if it like for like people if they were coming over cuz that's just like a, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But like if I was to pick like a random song, yeah, I would want something that I could like sing. Um Oh, um, it would have to be Backstreet Boys. Yo, something Backstreet Boys. Great choice. Are you going? Absolutely. You're, you're going. I go uh, vintage Backstreet, not new Backstreet. 
No, but I do like some of the new one. I I think it would be um I think it would be uh oh, what's one of their songs that I really like because I like them all by the way. I I know all of them. Oh. <laughs> I am a BSB for life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um <laughs> the- <laughs> Backstreet Boys, yeah, hell yeah. Um, it would have to be one of the classics, yeah. like um, larger than life. Every larger than life. Yeah. Yep. Uh, actually, that would probably be it. Yep. That's what a it. bop! What a bop! That'd be hype. Could you imagine like opening your door like to someone's home, and all of a sudden you just hear then life that drop. I've been running around and you're screaming my name. All right. Like I'm imagining like opening the front door and then like you get that you get that build that's the beginning of that song and then the drop and you wow, just go like wow, sliding wow, in your wow. socks like across the kitchen. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That'd be you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, such a good drop. Ha 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 <laughs> ha Okay, I no. love it. I think I think for me it would have to be again something a beat, and I don't know why. I'm just going to say the first thing that comes to my mind. They tell you trust your gut. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I want Mister Boombastic by Shaggy. <laughs> what Mr. song is that? Oh my gosh, Mister Boombastic, Fele Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Make the dicker licker ricker whoa. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? It you is something about dick and a licker, licking a dick. What? If you listen to Shaggy, you know you can't understand anything that man no, says. No, you can't. Life's one big party when you're still <laughs> young. Now who's gonna have your back when it's all gone? That's yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I love Shaggy, but I've never heard that song before. I only know it was in me. An angel. You probably know Angel. Oh. I am angel. Yeah, yeah, So now we now we just got to introduce you to Mr. Boombastic and you can complete the whole saga and you'll be in a great place. That's the one that goes zumba zoom zumba zumba zoom. No, that's not it. Never mind. I mean, I think all Shaggy songs go like that, so it's going to work out just fine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a good one. Mr. Boombastic. Let's get in the mail back. Mail came. The mail is here. You know whose mailbag that is? I do. I do. I do. I do. You got questions? We got answers. Time for the mailbag. You know what I forgot to show you? What? What is that? Oh, it's dead. Damn it. I was using it on stream last night. So I pulled my neck muscle, like my actual neck and my shoulder blade. Like I have a really, like if I turn my neck, this this is why I'm like going like this throughout the whole podcast, by the way. If people are wondering, like I'm very stiff and like it's in my shoulder blade and up into my neck. I just slept wrong. It's like, I think I like pinched something. I don't know. So I took this on stream and it's one of those, those like massage guns that go like really fast so like you put it like where you need it Uh and like it just goes ah you know (laughs) that's a great impression with it not being on by the way i know did you hear that i'm very impressed with myself right now i was amazed ah yeah everybody listening on spotify and apple legitimately thought that you just turned it on right there right there and then (laughs) i know right with no video component i I don't know i i gotta charge it but i don't know if you've ever used one of them but they're beyond epic they're so nice we had a bunch of them when we when i played football and all that good stuff obviously you know there's a lot of recovery and therapy and all that kind of stuff yeah, we're gonna talk about that one day by the way yeah good luck i'm a man of mystery. no i want to i want to know of, it I'm all a, i'm a man of mystery no I, we need to talk about it i live in the darkness rachel mailbag all right we got some really good ones Uh, i want to jump into this because i feel like if listen if we're going to only hit one question today which we'll we'll try to get to as many as we can but this topic i think just stands out to me um tyler from twitter 
said, how do you come up with your streamer name and how do you, or how did that affect how you wanted to build your brand? And, and the reason I bring this up, uh, Tails, uh, earlier this week, you were talking quite a bit on stream just about brand and your niche and protecting that, right? And, and what does it mm-hmm. mean with the community that you build and, and the image that you portray? Um, we'll get into a little bit about how did you come up with your name, but, but particularly about the brand element when you talk about building a brand. I feel like this is something that all content creators or even anybody who works inside of a business culture or is building a business as an entrepreneur, whether you're in gaming or not, this is huge. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> Did you hear that? My 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 microphone arm is so fucking squeaky. I'm so sorry. Um, it's huge. And coming up with a name was one of the biggest things that I ever struggled with. Uh, your name is going to be on everything. You need to be able to brand it. You need it to be, you need a vision. You need a cohesive, um, creative platform with that brand that you can rent, venture off and do other things with. Like, it's everything. So you really want to make sure that you're you're doing yourself you know, a favor and picking a name that you are going to be happy with for the rest of your life, because you're not going to be able to switch it if you start growing. I mean, to a certain extent, when you're smaller, you can. But when you start getting, you know, momentum and you start growing, a uh, big thing is, if is it available on Instagram? Is it available, you know, on, on social media platforms? But overall, just having that cohesive thought process and what it is, it's, coming up with the name was the hardest thing for me. Um, when I first started streaming, I was Hill has eyes zero zero. <laughs> and I quickly, I quickly learned to I I learned to hate it. I mean, dislike it very much. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I don't want this. People didn't really know who I was. And then when they saw the name, they were like, Oh, that has to do with the movie. They didn't understand my name was Hillary. And people call me Hills. Like it's my nickname. Um, and it just wasn't really getting across. So I, I actually took I stopped streaming for three months and I rebranded three months. It took me, I went through everything. Like Hills has skills was one of them. Um, uh, I want to find that notebook. I want to find that notebook with the list of them. It's crazy, man. I was writing down everything. Like, did I want to incorporate my actual name into it or no? Do I want to come up with like a different name altogether? Like, Mm -hmm. what did I want to do? It is the hardest. And then coming up with a logo. So you know, obviously I'm sweet tails. I would have preferred two E's, but I couldn't because someone else on Twitch has two E's and it already has been three E's. And I, I look at it as like, you know, if SS sniper wolf can do it, I can do it. You know, she has, I think that's become part of it right? I think that's become part of it now is that like it is three E's. And and from your standpoint, like, like with me, um, it's the same type of thing. Like we, I'll start here. My, my original thought, let me complete thoughts, Curtis. Let's put it together. Um, like, you know, when someone comes in, if they drop two E's in there or they comment like that, you're like, yo, you don't really know my content. Yeah. Right. And I'm the same way yeah. when I drop into people's stuff and they say like bad bear gaming, right? Most people just say bad bear and it's easy, Yeah. but bad yeah. bear gaming versus bad bear gamer. It's again, it's one of those just little things that you're like, it's a detail, right? It's a detail yes. element. And do yeah. you, do you as a viewer or other content creator pick that up? Yeah. Because if you do, I respect you more. I, I look at that as you're legitimately interested in what I'm doing. If you don't like when I get a shout out on, on, on uh, like TikTok or something like that, someone tags me and they're like, yo, bad bear gaming gave me the big raid. And I was like, no, 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 I'm the same way. If I see someone spell my name with two E's, but sometimes I think um, 
there's also a language barrier sometimes. So people that like for me, like for me, I think, and I think they're young too. So it's just one of those things where it's like, it does. I would have loved to have two E's. It just wasn't available at the time. And I even tried reaching out to Twitch and they're like, no, but I already have all my social media. Sweet Tales is already taken with two E's on other platforms. I've already branded myself. It's something that sticks with you. And so... But I want to dive into this. It's definitely everything. Because this is super important. This is why I love this question. This is why I picked this question. Um, When we talk about branding as well, right? Also understand that you're going to attract what you put out into the universe. Mm -hmm. So for all content creators, if if your whole brand is toxicity, it is toxic videos, it is you playing aggressively, your community is going to be people that want to attract that and view that. Right. Yeah. For us, you and I make very personable content oftentimes. So it's yep. things of us having fun, us laughing. We're not trying to highlight the gameplay. We're trying to highlight the personal element and, and the fun that we're having. And when you come, yeah. we want you coming because you can have fun. So be very careful of that, too, because there's a lot of really good content creators and there's nothing against them. But, yeah, make toxic content and, and they do it because that's how they get views. But then they're wondering, why is my community so toxic or why, why do I get so much hate when I post something, a video and, you know, maybe it's not my best video, but I'm trying to get some content out, but I get a lot of slack and hate on it. It's cause that's, yeah. that's what you attracted. Yeah. Sorry. I was laughing. There was a really good, that's what she said in there, but I didn't say it. You should be proud of me right now. You, you said it and I was just laughing. <laughs> I, and viewer uh, listeners if you're listening and you know exactly what i'm talking about you know you know <laughs> uh sorry um yeah um i mean branding is ever like this is you just have to be so careful with what you're putting out there and the type you can have a toxic community yeah so like be cool awesome that's who you are fine but you're going to find you are not going to get sponsored. You are not going to be picked up. You are not going, you're going to grow off that. And and that's just going to follow you, you for the rest of your career. And it is, but it is what it is. If people want to yeah. do that, that's fine. You just have uh, to be aware. Regards, yeah. Just be aware. That's the type of stuff that you're going to get. You know, I, I, I talked about this the other day on my stream too, in regards to, you know, like, I don't, I don't really get, I'm going to regret saying this, but I said this on stream. I don't get a lot of people sending me dick pics, you know, as a female gamer I and all these girls. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Welcome to my DMs. <laughs> like, like, I really don't get that many DMs of people disrespecting me. Yeah. And I see all these girls on Twitter that are like, I get all these DMs all the time. And people are like, and they're, and they're definitely, I mean, I don't know the, proper terminology and what we call them but i think we call them e-girls and i'm not that's no yeah. i'm not using it in a, like a bad way at all i'm just that's just what i think it's called and um and there's nothing wrong with that that's who you are but if you're going to put that type of content out you're gonna get dms and stuff like that i don't do that um and i rarely get people that disrespect me and i don't go through my dms often but when i do it's all inspirational stuff like you've inspired me and best. that's the difference for me i would rather you know, like have messages from people saying you've changed my life you've inspired me versus men trying to hit me up and be like show me your gets you yeah. know or blah, blah blah and i'm you know and i don't get that though so branding overall and i i and to be honest with you my name's sweet tales it you know i think some people might think it's like a like a flirty it's it's really not um 
it has nothing to do with you know me having nice tails or anything like that. Yeah. Like I don't know. It does, and it doesn't have anything to do with Sonic either. A lot of people have referenced my name as Sonic, like tails. Um, it's just it's it's an older word that a lot of people back in the day um used to call each other like as like a term of like you know like instead of saying um hey beautiful or hey pretty or something people be like hey sweet tails how you doing you know like that kind of thing and that's what it's about um i had a gentleman at the gym that i used to work at um he had parkinson's disease and he was going downhill really quickly but he always remembered me when he came into the gym and he would Mm. always call me hey sweet tails how you doing and as soon as he said it to me and he continued to say it to me i said that is going to be my new name I love it because of him. And I adore him. And to this day, I don't know how he's doing. I haven't been to the gym in a while and I hope he's okay. But Parkinson's will is, is pretty bad. Um, So, but so for me, that's a sentimental thing for me. Um, And I think it's done really well. And I'm, I'm really happy with the name I picked, but how to go about doing that. Listen, just take a pad and a piece of, you know, piece of paper and a pen and just start jotting down things and just really start to envision what you'd want your logo to be. Um, Don't half-ass it. And personally, I mean, this is, I don't know how you feel about this, but I try to stay away from putting numbers in your name. Yeah, I agree. If you don't have try to. Try to stay away and don't put TTV in it. Nope. Not, you in, don't not in your TTV. name. Nope. Yeah. You do not need that. Find a name, you know, that has no numbers in it and just it's words and there's no TTV in it. You don't need that. Um, and, and just really encompass that all together. Well, and because you, you never know how your brand's going to evolve. I mean, let's think about... You know, any any major. Why isn't Nike Nike shoes? It's because they do way more than that. Right. Let's think yeah. about us right now. Both of our businesses, even though substantially different sizes and 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 where they're at in their path, we're doing things like this podcast. We have YouTube channels. We do IRL content. We do TikTok, And then we stream on top. It's not just Twitch. Right. Yeah. There's all these other things and, and parts of who we are that that need to come in. And and when you're building a brand, the one the two cents I'd say is just you always got to protect what that is. And, and what I mean by that is if you're going to create Twitch tips and tricks, people are going to come to your stream looking for Twitch tips and tricks. If you do loadout videos, people are going to come to your stream looking for loadout videos. If you do, you know, comedy like we do, that's what they're going to come. If you do toxicity, that's what they're going to come. So just yeah. be very, very mindful of the content that you put out on a regular basis, how you present yourself and that you're that's who you want to be. Be authentic, be organic, build around the type of audience that you want to build around. And if you're not an extrovert and you're not super loud, don't force yourself to create content like that because you feel like, well, this is what's going to get me views. Make content that that's you. One of my absolute favorite content creators on TikTok does a lot of like inner monologue type TikToks. They're very different. They're very beautifully done where they're it's a lot of like B-roll footage with her voiceover. Uh, she's got 300,000 views and, and exploding. She's, she's now partnered on Twitch in her first year. Like it's just, she's been taking off, but it's because she didn't try to conform to what other people thought should be successful. She instead defined who is she as a person as a little bit more introverted, um, and, and new to video games in reality, not necessarily been growing up with them. What does that define it as? And, and again, you just be authentic and organic and it'll all come naturally. Yeah. And I think it's real quick. I think it's really cool that that you can actually like redefine who you are with a different name. You know, mm-hmm. you're, we're giving these, we're given these names at birth. Like my name, you know, my name's Hillary. And like, that's what my parents gave to me. This is a chance for you to really, you know, really create something of your own. And we're, it's cool. I'm not saying it's like a different persona because it's not, because it's really who we are, but it's just, it's your personality that's going to come through in your name because it's, it's, it's representing you. And it's like a, it's like, it's just really cool and have fun with it. Just really have fun with it too. 
Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Guys, that's going to wrap up episode three of the podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for all of your love and support. Uh, make sure to follow yeah. us on all of our socials. We're out on Twitter, Instagram, and live out on YouTube. Uh, also, make sure to drop a review, you guys. That helps us just continue yes. to get discovered. It, it Please helps review. It definitely helps us. Absolutely. And even commenting and liking the YouTube videos and stuff and sharing it with your friends because we want them to hear us, too. <laughs> Tell your buddies, tell your mama, we are here to stay. (laughs) You guys, I appreciate you. Until next time, make sure you're all staying safe, staying happy, and happy gaming, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. That was another episode of the Bear and Tails podcast. You want more? Oh, my God, I would love some. Make sure to subscribe and share and catch both Bad Bear Gamer and Sweet Tails live on their streams out on Twitch. We're just big vibes, you know what I mean? I hope you guys enjoy it. Don't forget to follow the show on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. At Bear and Tails Podcast.